Hello everyone and welcome back to the latest episode of Muddling Through. This is actually our last episode of the season. Time has absolutely flown and this is our eighth episode and we are now ready for a little summer's break. So we're going to take some time off. Have a chill time, hot girl summer, enjoy the sun, have some wine, have some food, you know, just have a great time. And we will be back next season better than ever with even more chat for you guys. But we just wanted to say at the outset that we really appreciate you guys all tuning in and we hope that you have enjoyed. And yeah, we really hope you guys come back and join us again next season. So thank you so much. But this week, we are going to be muddling through down days, weeks and months. So Antonia, do you want to tell us a bit about what we're going to chat about today? Yes. So we wanted to do this episode this week about feeling low and feeling down because whilst neither of us suffer from any serious mental health issues, we are both pretty prone to feeling anxious, which can mean that we have periods of feeling down. And it's something that we actually chat a lot about with each other. So we also wanted to chat about it on our podcast, as I'm sure that a lot of you can relate. And hopefully discussing that the way that we deal with things might also help you guys too. So that is what we're in for today. So Charlotte, can you tell us about some of the times when you feel particularly down? Yeah, so I think for me, it was kind of like maybe the last like year at school in particular. I just got really anxious that everyone hated me. And I'd be like, oh, if someone hasn't replied to my text in like two days, like they obviously hate me. Like I've obviously done something wrong. Like I'm such a bad person. Like why am I like this? Blah, 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 blah. And that really made me feel down for like a while. I mean, I'd just be like, I have no friends. I'm going to go to uni and no one's going to like me. And like all this just, like ridiculous stuff that actually just wasn't true. And I definitely made it so much worse in my head but I feel like that is something that a lot of people feel like and I know Antonia that you have kind of felt like that maybe a little bit in the past as well just worried that like you've like irritated people when you definitely haven't um, and I think for me like another thing is kind of just feeling down and not knowing why like you know when you just feel really shit and you're like I have no reason to feel shit like my life's like good I'm really privileged like I have a lot of friends I have a lot of like lovely family and you're like there's no need for me to feel shit but I just do and then you just feel guilty about feeling shit which makes you feel even worse and you just get like into like a bad spiral of things and obviously like Antonia said I've never had any really serious mental health issues so I definitely count myself lucky um, but there are those days that I just feel crap that I need to acknowledge and that's fine because that's just part of life but um, yeah Antonia have you had any days that you thought wow that was a fucking shit day you know yeah many um, I relate with you on feeling kind of confused and annoyed when you're feeling down when you feel like you don't have anything to feel down about I feel like I've kind of felt like that a bit recently so since finishing uni in March I've moved home so obviously like that's quite a big change from going to living with your friends to living at home and I haven't found a job yet so that's been quite a long time of having nothing planned like day to day and I think not having that structure and specific plans and like actually this podcast has been a godsend because it's been like something to focus on but not having that kind of structure I don't know I feel like it's just made me feel a bit lost and then when I feel like I'm kind of like wasting my days or like wasting my time where I'm not like achieving enough in the day then I feel kind of like upset about it and then I end up feeling really down and then I'm like you have all this free time and you're able to live at home like you should feel grateful for it and then I'm like annoyed at myself for that whereas other days I'm like I am so glad I have all this free time I'm buzzing about it so it really just does depend and I feel like you shouldn't beat yourself up for feeling one way one day and another way the next 
or sometimes it's totally just like a combination of things like yesterday I literally had such this isn't even such a bad day like in the scheme of things it really isn't but it was just like lots of wee things that built up and I think I was just having a nightmare I was crying all day so basically my day started when my phone died and I hadn't put it on charge properly so I missed my appointment in the morning so that was a bad start to the day and then I had a call with my mortgage person (laughs) (laughs) I think they might be called mortgage um, advisor. Mortgage advisor. And um, she ended up just willy-nilly telling us that we needed a lot more money than we had, even though we've already chosen the flat, it's all started going. So that was very, very, very stressful. And then my Airbnb for my holiday next week got cancelled um, and I basically ended up having Airbnb wars across instant message with this lady who was so horrible. She was so rude, she was so nice. I was honestly messaging her like tears streaming down my face and yeah so that was really upsetting I feel like I don't like confrontation but I was actually furious and so that just put me off on like a bad fit the whole day and I was just crying I was on the FaceTime Charlotte just crying I was on FaceTime Sean I was just crying and like this was Sean's obviously mortgage call and Airbnb and he was just like not reacting the same way as I was and then I was kind of like feeling so annoyed at myself as why can I not deal with stuff when things go wrong but then I'm like no this is how I'm being annoyed at yourself for not dealing with things in a certain way is not helpful. But what we can do is work on the way that we react to situations, which is definitely what I need to do. So that's why we're here today. Exactly. So we wanted to also speak a little bit about some kind of bad habits that we have developed when we feel bad and some better ways to deal with them. So Antonia, what are kind of some bad habits that you have gotten into on like your down days? Um, Probably getting quite cranky and irritable. Charlotte, you'll know that having lived with me. (laughs) (laughs) I can sometimes get into like this weird way where I feel like I literally have like a cloud over my head. No matter how many times I'm out to myself, like you're being ridiculous, like snap out of it basically. I just can't. And sometimes I feel like I do take out how I feel on my family or my friends, which is so unfair. And I'm aware that I'm doing it. So when I've like chilled out a little bit, I'm so annoyed at myself that I have reacted that way and then it just gets worse. So probably getting quite cranky is not a good one. Um, Or I end up feeling super unmotivated and I let my room get really messy and I don't do any of the things that I was supposed to do that day. And then I feel like my room is just like a visual representation of how I'm feeling. And I'm like, my room's a mess, my life's a mess. Like I can't do anything right. And then that just doesn't deal with, with me feeling low either. So yeah, probably a lack of motivation and um, just being a bit of a bitch, to be honest. (laughs) What about you? Honestly, um, I do this thing when I feel particularly anxious or if I think someone's annoyed at me, usually, again, for absolutely no good reason. I write down on my notes page everything that I possibly can think of that I might have done to annoy that person And sometimes these can be lists of up to like 10 to 15 reasons why I have annoyed this person that I have literally just made up in my head. Um, And I will like manifest like specific ones like, oh, she must be annoyed at me because like I took two hours to reply to her text. Like, oh my gosh, that must be why she hates me. And I just come to these conclusions and then I will just sit and like wallow in my own self-doubt and just feel so awful for like a whole evening because I've like made up this like stupid story that isn't even true. And I have like over... 750 pages of notes on my phone i have just checked just now and i reckon probably at least 400 of them are like 
me making up these little lists and if they're not the little lists then I think at least like another 50 of those will be me worrying about conversations I've had previously with people and trying to think of the conversations in my head and write them down so I have a note of them on my phone so I can look back at them and be like oh if anybody's ever annoyed at me about what I've said in the past I have a note of it like I'm sorry that's so I cannot believe this I honestly did not know that you did this and I am really like shocked by that because I obviously I know that you get so anxious but I did not know that you were sitting writing lists on your phones because actually Charlotte lost all her notes at one point and she was devastated and this might be why because she's keeping a track record of conversations so I mean like your organizational skills are peak but I'm actually quite interested are there any notes of me probably I probably do have notes of you like not like necessarily bad ones obviously like most of them aren't even bad they're just like conversations that I perceived as being like an issue when they're not an issue and I'll like write it down like maybe Antonia's annoyed at me today because like I didn't unload the dishwasher stuff like that that's like so trivial that like doesn't matter but like I've made it out to be this massive thing in my head but I actually wish that the notes page on the iPhone didn't exist because I feel like it would alleviate a lot of my issues but people have always said to me like it's better to write down like your problems but I think this is just like a new level and I think it needs to stop I think it definitely needs to stop I remember me and Charlotte used to walk to uni together in the morning and like I've said before in this podcast I'm not a morning person and Charlotte is a morning person so she'd just be like chatting away and I would just be like not responding and obviously she can just chat to me and that's fine but like I just don't have the mental capacity to reply and I can feel her like getting like all worried I was like oh god she's going to be like anxious because I've not replied (laughs) things like that and now I know you've probably gone to your notes and been like oh shit 9am today Antonia (laughs) speaking to me on the way to uni (laughs) Literally, I probably have written down, like, I must have done something wrong. Like, I must have been talking too much in her face when she's just woken up. Like, she probably hates me now. We're never going to be friends. Like, that is honestly the extremes that it got to at one point. It's a little bit better now, but I'm intrigued. If anybody else does that, then, you know, I'm your gal to speak to about it because it's not a good time. But, yeah, that is definitely a bad habit that I've gotten into when I feel a bit shit. Um, Another one for me is I really bite my nails. I know a lot of people think that's really gross, but... uh, yeah I bite them so short that sometimes they actually like hurt and I remember when I was younger um, I used to get acrylics and like whenever I felt anxious or I felt down or whatever that just biting my nails was like, such a habit and I'd get these like lovely like 40 pound acrylics with like patterns and everything on them and like three days later they'd be like jaggy and disgusting because I would have like bitten the corners off and firstly what a bloody waste of money and secondly like I, I don't know it's just so bad and even recently this last week like I had like kind of long nails the first time ever um, and I just like got a bit anxious at work and then I just bit all my nails off and now I'm like, oh, my hands look so stumpy and gross. And that's so sad. Like, why do I bite my nails all the time? But um, that's definitely a bad habit that I've gotten into. Um, I'm trying to think if there's any other ones. Um, another one I think would be just sleeping for like a really long ass time. Like if I feel down, I'm just like, oh, like why would I want to like get up and like go for the day? Like I'll just sleep in until like 11 because then there's less of the day to be had, which I think is quite sad, especially like in the winter and stuff when literally if you live in Scotland you get the daylight for about fucking five hours of the day um, and I would yeah just like lie in until like half 11 get up for a couple of hours probably stay in the house all day and then like go to bed and it would be dark and that would be that and I think that's definitely something I mean I don't do that anymore but I know that quite a lot of people feel like that as well um, and it's something that I've come out the other end of but if I do feel crap then I do kind of feel myself slipping back into that and just like wanting to be in bed all the time yeah so I definitely think that's some bad habits that I have picked 
picked up. So following on from that, we wanted to discuss some of the ways of avoiding falling back into these bad habits and deal with things in a better and more positive way. So Antoine, do you want to tell us some ways that will help us feel better? Yeah, well, um, something that I think helps me when I'm feeling quite down is time away from my phone. I think that this one is so, so important, but it's also so hard to do. But the other day, I went away for a couple of days with my sister, and I'd just been kind of feeling anxious in general and just a bit, like, off. So I was just like, I'm going to take this time to not be on my phone. So I just messaged my boyfriend and some of my friends that I speak to every day, and I was like, by the way, I'm just not going to reply to your text for a couple of days, and I'm just going to have some time away from my phone. And I literally just let it die. And then we were just doing, like, loads of, like, hiking and swimming, and it was so nice to not feel like... I had to just check my phone all the time or if I wanted to, it wasn't there. I wasn't taking photos. I wasn't like posting anything on social media. And I kind of just felt a little bit lighter and revived and refreshed, as cheesy as that sounds. But we've said before on the podcast that we both sometimes feel quite overwhelmed by our phones and it can kind of just get a bit much sometimes with like things that you feel like you need to reply to. Or like sometimes if I go and I'm reading texts, I'll quickly reply to the text and then my next automatic reaction is to swipe off the message and to click on Instagram or click on Twitter like I don't even think about it it's so mindless so that task would have taken me like 20 seconds to reply to a text and then I spend probably at least 10 minutes on these apps and I don't think that spending so much time on social media is always a good thing for me and so not having my phone and having the time to disconnect I just felt like it was super beneficial and obviously it's not so easy for everyone to just leave their phone at home um So something that I also do is I just delete social media apps and then I just use my phone to reply to texts or calls or all the essential things. And then I'm only on it for essential reasons. I'm not then swiping onto anything else. And I don't know, I just feel like it makes me feel a lot better for a while. And then then I feel like I am ready to go back on things and, you know, reconnect with the whole world. But I think that helps me a lot when I am feeling down. Yeah, I totally agree with that, actually. I was away last week as well. Um, and we did have Wi-Fi and stuff we were staying and I was, like, on my phone and on social media and stuff. But we went really, really, really far up the north of Scotland and there was, like, minimal signal in, like, most places that we went. And I kind of just, like, loved those couple of hours when I knew that, like, no one could get a hold of me. As sad as that sounds, I was like, nobody can speak to me. I can't reply to anyone else. Like, no one can get me in trouble if I don't reply I can just be like here look sorry I had no signal like it's not my fault and I love that and I feel like I just totally agree with you I think it's just like really important to take time off your phone and take time off social media sometimes um for sure yeah I was actually thinking this whilst I was away I was like imagine I know that you can I'm pretty sure you can put bios in like whatsapp or whatever I don't really use whatsapp but for like messages or something you could almost like put on like an out of office but like an out of life so you just don't contact someone if they've got their out of life you know not us up I think that would be a lot better for a lot of people because if you're wanting sometimes yourself you pop that up. No one's going to message you unless it's essential. I'm going to invent that. I would definitely, <laughs> definitely download that if that was an app. I think that would be absolutely class. Also, just on the tack of social media and stuff, I actually read this thing a while ago. I think it was on Facebook, to be fair, lol. But um, basically, it was saying that if you kind of want to spend less time on your social media apps, then every couple of months or every month or every week or whatever, like jumble them up. So like put them all in different places because I think I do it anyway. Like I'll click on my phone and I like 
immediately will go straight to Twitter because I know where it is with my thumb. Whereas if you jumble them up, then you end up like clicking on all the wrong apps and you're like, oh, for fuck's sake, I'll just leave it. And then you don't go on the apps as much. And I've actually done it a wee bit like in the last year and I did find it really beneficial. So if you're wanting to like get off your phone and get off social media a wee bit more, then I would definitely recommend that too. Oh my God, that's so interesting. I didn't know that. That actually also shows it is totally muscle memory. So I am definitely going to be trying that. Um, so how else do you feel like you deal with feeling down? Um, I think one good thing that really helps me is just spending time with people that I love. I feel like this also helps a lot of other people. Um, I've asked Louis and he doesn't mind me telling this story, but he went through a phase like a couple of years back of just really being quite depressed and he would always describe himself as just being really empty or absent and to this day he's always said like it was his friends and his family that really like carried him through and like just spending quality time with people can actually make you feel so much better and I feel like at the start of that period like his natural instinct was to just push people away and I think he realized like in due course that actually people can be really really helpful and I'm really bad for that kind of thing I'm always like oh I can deal with this kind of sadness myself I don't want to speak to anyone um, and I'll just really shut myself off and just be like I can deal with this myself like why am I being such a baby and I think I have also definitely realized in due course that just like speaking to your friends or speaking to your family can really help you just like having like a wall to bounce off or someone to just tell all your deepest darkest secrets to you know <laughs> Um, is really good and I always say this to my friends like surround yourself with radiators not drains surround yourself with people that make you feel good about yourself and about your life choices and support you in whatever you do and I just feel like that's a really valuable piece of advice to be honest if you are feeling low is to accept the help and accept the love really. I could not agree with that more. I feel like there's been so many times where my friends or my family have been there and they always have the best advice and I think I'm pretty good at utilising the good people that I have around me and it makes so much difference so definitely be open as you can and share your problems with others because as you always say Charlotte a problem shared is a problem halved is that right yes that is so right and honestly I live by that a problem shared is a problem halved absolutely and also we just kind of wanted to say if you don't have anyone you feel like you can speak to personally then like our dms on our instagram are always open and we are more than happy to speak to anyone about anything or give any advice and we would absolutely love it if you felt the confidence that you could come and speak to us as well so we just wanted to add that in there but another piece of advice I would give if you're feeling low is cry have a big old cry it sounds so stupid but so many people are scared of just crying me included I used to be so weird about it like I've had like family members who have died or like really serious like personal things that have happened in my life and I've just like not been able to cry like I just like I'm there with like a straight face like emotionless persona and I just want to cry but like I just don't and it's like almost like I used to be scared of crying or like scared of showing any emotion at all and you know that's not healthy because having like a massive old cry like an actual mammoth cry snot coming out your nose crying everywhere your pillow is covered in tears actually makes you feel so much better so definitely just cry just cry I literally could not agree with this one more I am such a crier yesterday crying all day I cried on my walk home from town the whole way 
just crying, just crying. People walk past me, just crying, wasn't even caring. Um, but I remember so many times Charlotte would be talking about something that she's upset about, and she'd literally be standing there, like, having to stop her story so she could, like, squeeze her poor face and try not to cry. I was like, Charlotte, cry. Like, come on, you can cry. You'll feel so much better for it. And I know it sounds so weird, but, like, sometimes I feel like it, it tires me out, like, if you cry a lot, and then I can actually sleep because I'm, like, I am bloody exhausted. And, yeah, I feel like it... Because it, it, it is a stress reliever, is it not? Yeah, I think so. I just made that up? No, you don't make that up. Yeah, and I think that it is, it is something that we should all do and we shouldn't feel worried about sharing emotions. And boys as well, it is totally fine for everyone to cry. And I think most of the time it does make us feel a little bit better. Yeah, I completely agree. And I totally agree with the sleeping point. Like, sometimes I'd be like, why have I not just cried all day long? If I cried all day long, I definitely would have been able to sleep right now. And now I can't because I'm just sitting, once again, overthinking my whole life. Whereas I could have just cried and then I could have been asleep by like eight o'clock. It would have been so much better. But yes, definitely cry. Cry your heart out. Just do it. Um, Antonia, do you have any more? Yes. So this one's obviously not groundbreaking and we hear it all the time, but sometimes I do feel like you need to you need to hear it a little bit more, okay? But um exercise, like I feel like we've obviously said a lot that we've been doing walking, but every single time that I have been feeling a bit in a bad mood or a bit low, I will never come back from a walk feeling worse. I will always feel better in some way. And either it's kind of listening to an audiobook and kind of getting that escapism or it's listening to nothing and leaving my phone at home and just kind of being with my thoughts, you know. I think that that helps me so much. Or if I'm feeling kind of like stressed and like pent up, then a run. And usually what helps me is doing like quite a short run, but like a fast run. I always think I must look so funny when I'm like pure sprinting. But see if you know a route which is straight. Like sometimes I used to run through um, Calvin Grove Park and if you know it, there's the road that goes through both sides of the park and that's straight and it's quite far. And sometimes I would just like run through that, like run. And that was just like the best feeling ever. I'd feel alive. The endorphins were pumping. And there's one time actually, do you remember I'd done it in the rain and I came back and I was just, I was hyped. I was like, oh God, like Antonia's in a bad mood. She's gone out on a run. Like it's absolutely pissing it down. She's going to come back and be like so grumpy. And you came back and you're like, hey guys, like my run was amazing. Like I ran through Calvin Grove. It was so fast. And I was like, holy fuck, what's happened? Who is this gal? I always think that like people see me running so fast and I bet they're like she's so fit and then I get to the end and I'm like on the floor <laughs> but it's fine I got what I needed out of it who cares um but yeah exercise definitely helps me so 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 much and I do feel like I have utilized it more recently and I have felt a difference so sometimes you just need to hear it and try it to know yeah I definitely agree I was actually speaking to someone about this earlier this week um who was saying that a while ago they got told that their granddad had died and they basically were like oh like it was so weird like I kind of didn't really say anything about it at the time and I was like I need to go and run I need to go and run and like got their running kit on and like went off and like just like processed it themselves like worked out what was going on worked out how they felt and they said that like that really helped them like comprehend the situation and obviously they were like super sad but like they came back from their run and they were like oh I I felt awful about it but I understood that it happened and I didn't just like want to fall apart um if you know 
what I mean. And I definitely do think like exercise is a very physical activity, particularly intense exercise. And you can really push your body, you know, get stuck in and just like take yourself out your own thoughts and put yourself in your own space. And I definitely agree with Antonio. I feel it can be very, very helpful. And this is especially something that I want to work on myself because I'm not so good on the exercise front, um, especially at the moment. But hopefully that will get better in due course because I know it helps a lot of people. Yeah, it's self-care. And talking about self-care, that is another way how I deal with feeling low. Um, it sounds so simple, but taking a bath or a shower makes me feel so much better. Like, I feel like I can just wash away the day, kind of wash away how I'm feeling and feel so much better. I was in the shower yesterday and then I was like, no, I have to wash my hair. I feel like if you don't wash your hair, you don't get the full effect. And I have such bad sunburn. So I was just like shoving my head forward in the shower and like my body like out of it. But it was good. I felt revived. I felt so much better. Um, so I definitely think having a long bath or a long hot shower does amazing things. I also cried in the shower too. So that's a perfect combination. Oh, Antoinette, do you know what? Crying in the shower is really, really good for the soul. But I am totally the same. Like I love a long bath like I will stay in the tub until it's cold like I will stay there for like two and a half hours just stewing in my own filth you know enjoying my time having a good life sometimes I take a wee cheeky gin or like a glass of wine in there and I just really think it's really good self-care yeah absolutely or sometimes um I like to treat myself to something so whether it's my favorite snack or my favorite meal something that's maybe a little bit naughty um or I buy myself something so like a dress or like a jacket that I've had my eye on and even something so small like this even though it is material can like give you a wee boost and bring you some happiness to your day um so I think that we can afford to treat ourselves at you know sometimes when we need it on the topic of self-care as well this isn't necessarily self-care but something for me is like putting tunes on really really loudly and like dancing around my room I actually do this quite a lot like I'll put like one of my favorite songs on when I was younger and actually get up on top of my bed and like <laughs> shimmy about and just look and feel stupid because I think it's funny and I just want to tell a wee story about Antonia actually here but Antonia a while ago was feeling a bit shit she was like lying on her bed at uni and like went to like <laughs> dance to get up off her bed like because she was like oh I need to like hype myself up get myself ready for the day and like threw her arms up above her head and as she got up hit the light bulb and it smashed <laughs> everywhere and it's possibly one of the funniest moments of my life she was like ah okay I and mean, I was like why the hell is your light bulb everywhere and she was like oh I was trying to hype myself up like I jumped off my bed and I broke the light and I was like oh my good lord but I bet you helped make you feel better because it made me feel better at the same time it did and then we were laughing and then it was good and then you know I got new light bulb and it was all fine <laughs> I think the last thing that I have to add is get enough sleep. I am so bad when I'm feeling a bit down with staying up so late on my phone, just like scrolling through shit or watching shitty TV um, and then having to sleep so long or having to get up early and not having enough hours sleep. And I personally need quite a lot of sleep. 
and if I don't get it, then I'm not very nice to be around. So it's really important that I get enough sleep. And we do know that there is a close relationship between sleep and mental health. And enough sleep is important in maintaining good mental health. And I always feel like poor sleep leads to worrying and worrying definitely leads to poor sleep. So sleep is important. And I also feel like reading before you go to bed makes a world of difference. I think it kind of sounds cheesy, but books definitely give escapism. And sometimes being immersed in a story is just what you need before you go to bed it kind of takes you out of your own head and puts you into something else um and you're not on your phone you're reading a book and I definitely get a better night's sleep when I read before I go to bed so yeah yeah reading before I go to bed is definitely something I want to implement more I feel like I always have like the inclination to do it and like the right motives and then I like get into my bed I'll play on my phone for like 10 minutes I'm like oh I'm too tired to read and then I don't do it and I get pissed off at myself but I'm going to improve and I'm going to start doing it. But yeah, we also just wanted to provide a few kind of useful resources to help you when you're feeling down. And the first one I'm going to give is the app Headspace. Um, I don't use this personally, but I know a lot of people who do. And it's a really good app for like guided meditation. Um, I think they have quite a lot of articles on stress um how to sleep better they also have meditation for beginners which is really good if you aren't really into that kind of thing and you really want to get into it and also how to exercise mindfulness and i feel like it just really makes a lot of people feel a lot more calm and it has really really good reviews and i would definitely recommend giving that a go if you are feeling down because i know that it has helped a lot of people And another thing is therapy. I know that seems quite extreme to a lot of people, but um, me and Antonio always say, like, we see professionals to look after our physical health, so why should we not see professionals to look after our mental health as well? Because obviously they are equally as important. Um, And actually being very, like, open and honest about everything. Obviously, like I've said throughout this podcast, I do get quite anxious about things. Um, And recently I have decided to maybe speak to a hypnotist um which is something I never thought I would do but I actually got recommended it by my dad he has been to see this woman before um he has a fear of flight so he went to basically get hypnotized (laughs) by her to like knock that out of him but it was so funny basically he went into like a group class and they all got given this like cd of like how to basically not be scared of flying you're meant to listen to it like every night for like two weeks or like a month or something uh, before you went back to the next class um and my dad being like me didn't listen to the bloody tape for like three weeks and then um the night before he was meant to go back to his next session stuck the the tape on at home and it was like relax i hope you feel relaxed lay into your pillow Think about the cream cake. Think about <laughs> not eating the cream cake. And he like sat up and was like, wait, what the fuck? I thought this was supposed to be about flying. <laughs> and he'd basically like been given the wrong tape. Um, and it was one about like losing weight and he obviously hadn't bloody listened to it for like three weeks. So he had to go back to the hypnotist oh with his tail between his legs and be like, hi, I'm really sorry, I didn't listen to the tape. And you gave me the wrong one and completely embarrassed himself, which was honestly one of the funniest moments of my life. It was absolutely hilarious. But I do think that if you're going to see someone, then definitely do it properly 
and listen to the bloody tape. But I do think therapy is isn't something that we should be like too scared of, and I think it can definitely be really helpful. And you shouldn't be embarrassed of it if you feel like you need it. Then definitely go for it. Yeah, hundred percent. I think that um, people maybe be surprised by how many people actually do have therapy. It's just not something that is spoken about openly um i know quite a few people that do go to therapy and do get a lot out of it so i think it can be really beneficial and hopefully for you it will also be really beneficial um but obviously therapy can be really expensive so it isn't as accessible to everyone but there are ways that we can all access therapy. Um, so obviously you can go through the NHS. So if you're registered with a GP, you can access therapy for free through the Improving Access to Psychological Therapies programme. Um, and there are different types of therapy that you can access in this way, but it just depends on your individual needs. But this can take a while, obviously. There are long waiting lists when you go through the NHS. So the main issue is time. But you can actually self-refer yourself directly to a therapy provider in your area so we will put up a post on instagram with a link to a website which gives you more information on where you can access uh, services but if the wait is too long you maybe want to consider low-cost therapy so there are private practices and organizations that offer low-cost therapy um, so it might be a blanket fee for everyone or they may offer concessions for those on benefits or low-income households so don't be afraid to ask if you are seeking therapy what they offer because they will not always advertise them and you may also want to think about reaching out to therapy training providers to see if training counsellors are offering reduced rates if they're in training or alternatively many charities um, offer free support whether through helplines support forums or counselling services so we will again add a list on our stories of charities that may be able to help so yeah and also I just wanted to say whilst doing research for this podcast I came across a website called happyful.com which has so many useful articles and hacks on how to deal with stress and anxiety and just feeling low and down in general so definitely check that out if you are feeling like that yeah I also just wanted to add this is quite a similar wee thing but Louis got me for my Christmas like a newspaper that comes quarterly um called the happy news and basically they send you all like the good news from around the world every four months um in a little newspaper and it's like such like bright colors and they have like stories about like people that are doing really well in their lives and like amazing breakthroughs and all this stuff and if i'm ever feeling down i'll just read that and it makes me feel so much better and have so much more like faith in the world and in humanity and i just love it so i definitely recommend getting a wee subscription to that if you can add as well. So that brings us to the section of our podcast where we talk about the things that we are loving. So Tonzi, what are you loving this week? So I have been loving a podcast. I've just recently started listening to it. I was recommended it by a friend and it's called The Law of Attraction Changed My Life. And Law of Attraction is definitely something that I have just kind of started delving into. I'm still not sure which way I am on the matter. I think it's maybe a little bit controversial some people love it some people don't believe in it but each time I listen to an episode I'm feeling hyped I love her positivity I feel much more uplifted after listening to it I feel motivated I feel positive so that has been something that I have been enjoying recently on my walks and yeah I would recommend it whether you are into the law of attraction or not I definitely need to give this one a listen I feel like the law of attraction really interests me and I definitely want to learn more about it so that will be something that's on my podcast list. Uh, My one this week is Matthew McConaughey's book 
green light. He is another one that I just love. I honestly have like loved his kind of motivational talks and all that kind of stuff since I was younger. And his book is kind of like a biography. It kind of goes through his life, but there's a lot of life lessons in the process. Um, He also has a YouTube video that I always listen to when I'm feeling a bit down and I just feel like it really reminds me that I'm not alone and that you can be in really tough situations and it is possible to pick yourself up. And that is called Matthew McConaughey, University of Houston Speech. And he speaks to a group of students at their graduation. But oh my gosh, imagine turning up to your graduation and Matthew McConaughey is there to give the speech. We didn't even get a bloody graduation. We didn't get a bloody <laughs> Zoom graduation. I'm sorry. I feel like we've been really hard done by here. But yeah, I definitely love that one. And we will also link that in the Instagram because honestly it just makes me feel wonderful so I want every single person to listen to it (laughs) but I would definitely recommend his book as well. I haven't actually watched the YouTube video but I know that you've been telling me for years so I definitely will but I have um, read Greenlight's the book and it was wonderful so I totally agree with that recommendation. So that has brought us on to the time for the cheesy quote. This is going to be our last cheesy quote of the season can you believe it? I honestly can't. Time has just flown. I don't understand how this has happened. Me either. So you're going to have to give us a really strong final one, okay? God, that's a bit of pressure. Right, okay. The (laughs) quote of this week is when life throws you a rainy day try to play in the puddles i love that i love that one so much that was a strong finish girlfriend i'm glad that you enjoyed so thank you so much again for everyone listening to the first season of our podcast we massively appreciate it and we can't wait to be back for round two so we hope you're all enjoying hot girl summer and enjoy some good vibes good wine good cheese good food good sun and we will be back very soon to hopefully provide you with some more laughs and some more of our shite chat because that is what we are bloody here for and we can't wait absolutely we cannot wait to see you already so thank you so much and see you soon Woo-hoo!